1: Welcome Paper Radio News, our Joe and Jason, on this Friday, wrapping up the week. I uh, hope uh, everybody's going to have a, a great weekend. Get out there and, and enjoy it if you can. Our toll-free number 800 the website, at allamericangold.com, and uh, I don't know if you saw this, uh, it has absolutely nothing to do with financial news, but uh, you see that case uh, on on death row in, I want to say it was Alabama, uh, there's a prisoner that apparently now, I guess this is what we come down to, uh, we, we can't uh, execute prisoners uh i guess in a humane way uh, this guy survived an execution last year uh i don't know how that happens right but but uh, you know I, I guess apparently uh we've re- gone backwards and don't know how to do it anymore uh this time uh they gave the guy nitrogen gas right and uh apparently Jason, you know, and you get it right. Oh my gosh, the the, the convulsing, and it, it took too long, and, and and all of these things. You know, maybe we just need to go back to 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 the firing squad, or maybe the guillotine, right? I mean, go back to to the old times.
2: Yeah, I think it was. I don't know. It was, uh, sometime last year we we talked about this. I brought it on the air, and he's not the only one. This is the second guy that this has happened to. And just to be clear, the, the things they did to try to get this guy dead, I mean, they, they, had, they have it, I guess the table moves. You could put him in, 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 in a cross position or an upside down cross position. The guy was bleeding at all the times they were poking, poking, poking him. And it, it wasn't working. And this guy that you're talking about specifically asked not for lethal injection because he said it would not work on him. And they denied him. Wow, wow,
1: see, so there there you go, I didn't know, you know, get the guy, you know the guy with the black hood, right, you know, let, let's get that guy out with, uh, uh, I don't know, I'll, I'll call it an axe, I know it's not an axe, but you know, uh, just tie his hands behind it, get, get a big uh, piece of wood and just, right, and, and uh, th- there you go, but of course you know. Uh, I, I I shocking, right? Here we are in uh, 2024 and uh, can't figure it out. I mean, I thought we had this down to a science, you know. We, you know, whatever happened to the old electric chair?
2: Yeah, it, that's an unusual situation, Joe. Because let, let's face it, if you're if you're getting the death penalty, uh, once you're dead, there's uh, that's pretty much it for this world, right? But it's right. the lead up. I don't care how strong you are, the lead up to the execution's got to be the worst part. If the guy already went through that and the state can't carry it out, to me, a sentence <laughs> has been of, served, right?
1: That, that, that kind of, uh, if you it's survive on, yeah. the attempt, then, then there should be like, you know, what they, you, you can't be tried twice, right? Uh, yeah. One of those
2: things. Alab- Alab- Alabama, that's on you, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, hey.
1: I, I held up my part of the bargain, right? I, I showed up. Uh, you couldn't pull it off. Uh, I should be able to just sit in prison for the rest of life. You know, maybe, maybe that's what it needs to be. Right. I, I don't know. That's uh, I never, I didn't think about that. Right. Hey, if you get the death penalty and you survive. Uh, they, they don't get to kill you again, right? that right. kind of
2: yeah. Th- this guy was broken, man. This guy. So when they put him back in the cell and they failed, he was uh, curled up in the fetal position for like a day or two. He was so messed up. So yeah, it's yeah, there's the there's the half uh, cup half empty part of it, Joe. Yeah, they destroyed this guy. This guy was mad. I mean, this guy was already in prison on on death row, and that made it even that much worse. Yeah. So crazy well, stuff, they're, Joe. They're crazy
1: stuff. Crazy, right? It is. I mean. Wow, I, I was reading about it. And I'm like, man, you're kidding me. That's the best we can do, right? A second uh, and, time too.
2: Second guy. A it says happened twice. There and even that in wasn't Alabama. that
1: good, apparently. Right? You know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It just, uh, yeah. There you go. We got a lot of things to talk about. We got uh, inflation data out uh, today. You know, and of course, uh, the the inflation that doesn't track the inflation, the PCE deflator. Jason, they pulled it off. They pulled it off 2.9. So, yes, they got just below that 3% number. And I want to remind everybody, because they're, they're, they're acting like they accomplished something great. That is essentially 50% higher than what they say they want the rate to be, I mean, which is nowhere in the ballpark right nowhere if this was like a test in school uh, you know you just got a 50% Yeah, that's an F right that is something where any other point in history right you'd be saying oh my gosh we need to how many times are we gonna raise rates right I mean uh, do we need to raise rates two times three times four times and instead of course they're talking about cutting the rates, uh, but yeah, the the number, uh, they were expecting three-tenths, got two-tenths, 2.9% year-over-year. The non-durable goods number uh, actually accelerated. Also, service costs also accelerated. Uh, X Shelter, uh, we did see a three tenths percent uh, month on month increase. So there's a little bit of everything in there. Uh, we've been talking a lot about insurance rates, the fastest pace since the 1970s. So another uh, comparison here uh, with the 70s now automobile insurance rising at the fastest rate since the 70s and jason they're now saying automobile car insurance is up 20 percent i mean that's that's a big number that is a really big number you know it's one thing when you know gas prices go up 20 percent because gas can come down your your car insurance rates yeah, they don't really don't come down uh so 20 percent matching what we saw in the 70s. But don't worry. If we don't track inflation, then we don't have to tell you there is any. We'll be back after the break. 800 951 Joe and Jason, on this Friday, quick look in. Uh, the Dow's up 100. The Nasdaq's up 6, 4900. I'm sorry, the S&P's up 6, 4900 on the S&P. Uh, the Nasdaq's up a single point uh, gold is flat here uh, 2017 silver pretty much flat as well uh, 2287 the 10-year the note uh, also kind of flat today 414 crude oil at $77 and you know the countdown to March uh, is coming if you're looking for a way to be more diversified Check out our friends over at Y-Refi, up to 10.25% fixed rates of return, not correlated to Wall Street. Doesn't care. I mean, we can have all-time record highs every day. Doesn't matter. We can have the stock market go down 5,000 points. Doesn't matter. right? Jeff Gundlach today, hey, the Fed's not cutting rates, and, and Wall Street's way overpriced. I don't know. Right, you know, it, it depends on who you talk to. Everybody's got an opinion. Probably a pretty good idea. Maybe to take some of that hard-earned money and, and get something where you know it's going to be constant. Like I said, up to ten point two five percent. It doesn't change. Fixed rate, month after month. Turn your income on off, whatever you want. Like I said, the minimum you got to have at least fifty thousand. You can use an existing IRA. Uh, if you got way too much money in your bank accounts, right? There's another way to do it. Just call them at 888 Refi 24 or go out to investyrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com, and check it out. Uh, Jason, 23,000 layoff announcements out of the tech industry in January alone. Uh, we had Microsoft announce layoffs, IBM announce layoffs. Vroom looks like they may be done. They laid off ninety percent of their staff. Then uh, just in the last twenty four hours, Levi Strauss, Rite Aid, uh, Business Insider—we're we're starting to see some. Uh, we we saw uh, jobless claims yesterday, still higher, but you know, not not alarming. Uh, but this one caught my eye—the second largest aluminum smelter in America is going to shut down this weekend. Uh, they, they made the announcement yesterday. Uh, 263,000 tons a year came out of this plant, uh, employed 450 union workers. I don't know uh, how many contractors and whatnot. Uh, the announcement, a, a, another blow. Here it was. They just said the cost of power, it's just gotten too expensive. Uh, no longer made it conducive. Uh, by the way, uh, here in the United States, we had 23 smelting plants in 1998. With the loss of, of this plant here in uh, in Missouri, we're down to four. And this one was the second largest one, so there's three others uh, that that uh, I guess are a little bit smaller but Jason again, one of these things you know we, we, we talk about it but we don't really talk about it. They said well it's been really cold and when it gets cold the, the we got to run with more power we need more power uh, can't do it uh, they, they said that uh, maybe somebody will invest later and they can reopen but without without a new investor not going to happen.
2: And this is just aluminum, or is it uh, smelting of any any type? Cause, cause, uh, well, it says aluminum smelter, so. So, I mean, I can see that where there's smelters that are specifically aluminum. I get that. But for them to be closing down, uh, first of all, it's like, well, where's the aluminum going? That first question, where's the aluminum going to go? It's not like they're going to stop using aluminum. Uh, and then number number two, it's like, well, uh, if they're not smelting it, somebody else is, Right. Well, that's the
1: thing, right? That's we know where it's going, right? It's going back, you know, to China. It's going to Mexico, right? Maybe India. Uh, it's. I guess it's not going to be done here. It's going to be interesting to see how, if we see more of these uh, as, as it goes on, because you know there was a bunch of companies that said, "Oh, we're going to restart up here in America." This was one of them. And now they're like, ah, you know what? That was a bad idea. Uh, and, and out the door we go again and as, as these, these inflationary costs set in. I know they, they came out with this report today, said, oh, don't worry. Look, at, look how great we are. Uh, this PCE deflator that doesn't really track inflation, hey, it's down to 29 Right and look at right. Yes, that that's what we you know. Of course, it's nowhere near where they want it to be, but or tell us they want it to be. But somehow I get the feeling this is perfect for them. Right? Hey, uh, any number uh, that's close to three percent, we're going to say is a good number.
2: I guess they're probably saying it's less than three. Then <laughs> see, it's less than three. It's in the twos. That's there's that number the we said two. It's in the twos. Yeah. I wonder how much fudging they did to get it to 2.9. <laughs> well, I, yeah, yeah. You know. You erase so a couple numbers need. out of the equation, and you get to 2.9, right?
1: So the we talked yesterday about the emergency banking program. And, of course, the Federal Reserve saying it's going to close March 11th. And, oh, by the way, we're going to stop the banks – making money by going to the this window and they want to start making all the banks go to the discount window which is a bad window to be at the number came in hotter than expected so the banks now granted they 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 made the announcement in the middle of the week uh, but Jason another uh, six billion dollars Going into this $6.3 billion, almost now $170 billion in this facility, and then on top of this. So think about that. Again, we keep talking about it, but it's important. The reverse repos, going to run out of money at the end of March. Next week, I want to say next Wednesday, we're going to get... The Treasury's refinancing. So remember, all the deficits were reported. They're actually higher than that because the, the, the checkbook keeps falling down. They're going to boost it back up. We expect it to be another, you know, somewhere, you know, 100, 125 billion more dollars of debt that needs to be absorbed. This lending facility is expiring. We're spo- They want to hear about Fed rate cuts and also jason right they want to hear about the end of quantitative uh tightening or at least the the winding down all of that in just the next six weeks alone
2: yeah i mean yeah that that just seems like their timing for 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 uh, lowering the rates and, and then uh trying to save wall street from from really having a downwards cycle and uh It also feels like, Joe, because these things sometimes move a lot slower. You would think, okay, they're going to lower rates. Uh, They might save Wall Street from going down. Uh, They'll stop quantitative tightening. This should be a big boost to the markets. And, And with the inflation still sitting there, as I've said, we should see prices climbing on everything. And I'll say this, when when it comes to the, the presidential election season, they, even when Republicans are there, but especially when the Democrats are there for re-election, they always want to ramp up the market so they can point to how great Biden did Uh Trump has already said it. He doesn't want to be the next Hubert Hoover, Hoover. Uh, if he gets uh, elected. You he, he can see Trump already knows the markets are going to fail here soon. I, mean, I think he's worried that they're going to prop it up this year and it's going to crash if he gets elected. And he's already he's already trying to make sure to ahead of time say, well, it's not my fault when I get elected. <laughs> so even right. even Donald Trump is kind of kind of feeding into the, hey, we're, we're looking at some tough times and there ain't nothing I can even do about it. He's preparing. That way yeah, he doesn't get
1: Well, it it, it points out all the the lengths that they're going to uh, this list to to try to keep this thing going out. Listen, we had GDP yesterday. It was a great number. As long as you're okay with the fact that the government's got to go trillions and trillions of dollars into uh, a number like that, and that's really kind of the problem, even the discount window. 2.29, 2.29, almost $2.3 billion being borrowed at the discount window, which is kind of odd. I mean, if you have the other facility, why would you use the discount window facility? But again, I think this is what's going to happen in March. I think what we're going to see in March uh, when this program ends is Jason, all these banks are just going to go from that window to the discount window, which uh, is not nearly as friendly uh to those banks and of course uh the federal reserve is trying to now make this this used to be a bad thing right if a bank was at the discount window that meant there's trouble the fed pretend that it isn't tr- all of a sudden now Barack oh no it doesn't mean trouble anymore matter of fact uh we're going to try to get all the banks to, to use the discount window. That way, uh, people won't think it's that bad, Jason, right? They're, you know, uh, again, it, it, it's absolute nonsense. It, it doesn't make any sense, but this is the world we live in now, right? We, we got a 2.9% fake inflation's great, right? Even though they're, they're, they're saying it's only supposed to be 2%. Of course, remember what that means 3% of your money, right, uh, is gone. Do that in ten years, you've lost thirty percent of your money, right? Something that used to cost something that used to cost seventy thousand, right? It's going to cost you a hundred thousand, well, ninety some thousand. But you you get my drift, Jason. It it really is uh, delusional the markets that we pretend to live in.
2: You know what the GDP was before uh, in the late seventies, you know, right before the late seventies, early eighties, when the inflation came roaring back here's the year the yearly GDP numbers for 76 77 78 it was five four four six and five five nice GDP numbers and then that big huge rebound of, of the inflation came in 79 80, and 81. That was, the GDP was doing great Joe it was doing great well you know what though that highlights what we're talking about so
1: think about those numbers Jason was giving okay that was with budget deficits 50 billion. Seventy billion, you know, stuff like that. Now we're talking about—we're not talking fours and fives, right? We're talking three with it yep. with the de- deficits of two plus trillion, right? They—they didn't—they didn't add one zero, Jason. They're—they're they're adding two zeros i mean that that's that's the difference we're getting less growth and 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 this is kind of the big thing that came out of the the data yesterday when you really look at uh gdp numbers uh and, and of course oh look how great they are not really when you really dug into it did we really purchase all those rvs i i don't know but I know what happened for healthcare spending went off the charts, right? And, and government debt went off the charts. I mean, that, that's just what it is. Right now for $1 of growth, you're, you're talking about $2.50 of debt to get $1 of growth. That, that math just doesn't hunt for very long. And that's kind of the problem. We see it in the bond market every single week
2: now. That's right, Joe. That's right. So uh, it's very likely we're just, like we've been saying, it's a slow-moving stress in the markets, and we might just be seeing the beginning of what's getting ready to come. So I, uh, 2024 is really its really the, the year that we I think more people are going to figure it out, Joe, that things are not right. People are going to figure it out. By the end of this year, people are going to figure it out. And then 2025, 2026, twenty four, twenty six—however many years it gets for whatever. Whatever they're going to try to turn this thing into—that'll be the next couple of years, Joe. But this is the year that it starts. This is this is when I think the average guy on the street is really going to like look around, like, "Wait a minute, this this isn't right," you know. And most everybody we talk to say things don't look right now. Everyone's like waiting for the second shoe to drop, so to speak, aren't they?
1: I know what it is, right? And. It, it it hasn't dropped. Let's be honest. It hasn't dropped yet. Pinorado News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800 592 Joe and Jason. Uh, wrapping up this Friday here. Gold's up a buck here. Uh, 2019 uh, silver. Uh, flat on the day. 2290. Uh, today's special. Uh, yesterday, well, we're running those five dollar liberties. 575, 20 or more. Five seventy at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. I think as we get into January, I think this is when we're gonna probably, or I'm sorry, get into February, get closer to March. Uh, I think we're gonna start seeing uh, that that dollar weakness as the Fed starts letting us know they well look at what they did they let us know yesterday hey the bank lending facility program that's done right come the 11th of march we're not using that anymore they're going to go to the discount window and already the discount window is starting to rise we're expecting them to announce the starting of the wind down of quantitative talking, we're, uh, tightening, right? We're expecting to, we're already hearing some of that talk, right? Lori Logan, uh, the Dallas Fed, she, she was already saying, hey, we need to get this program set up. Uh, are we going to hear about rate cuts or at least the talk uh, of rate cuts and obviously uh, the verse, reverse repo running out of money? Uh, so if you're going to be buying right I think that 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 window before March is a is a good opportunity today five dollar uh, gold liberties one through 5 20 or more at 570 you know on the half empty cup we talk a lot about immigration not so much on this show but when it comes to financial we got to start talking about it. You know, they spent at least what they're admitting to, over $20 billion uh, from the federal government side. But uh, Denver Health, up in Colorado, warning that uh, their CEO was saying, hey, uh, we're being overrun. We're starting to have to turn down patients. They said Denver Health is at a critical, critical point. That needs to be addressed and needs to be addressed now. 8,000 migrants accounted for 20,000 visits in 2023, and Denver Health says the Federal Emergency Management Agency uh, isn't, isn't providing enough funds, right? They're not getting enough money from the government. Uh, To pay for it, Uh, they're saying that the hospital says that they're spent $136 million on patients who did not pay. The entire health system is overwhelmed with cost of care. And again, right? think about what insurance is doing. Why why is this happening? It's going to keep going up. You don't think this affects you? It absolutely does. Uninsured patients, uh, patients, particularly, and of course, they say migrants. Let's call it what it is: illegal aliens. Thirty-six thousand have arrived in Denver since 2020. So think about this: thirty-six thousand of what they say since 20 uh, since 20. I'm sorry, since 2022. Okay, 20,000 visits and these are like to the emergency room so essentially let's let's call it what it is they're going to medical care facilities everyone you know at at least uh everyone's going at least once if not multiple times but jason uh it really is uh overwhelming when you think about it and denver health is saying hey we're going to run out of money
2: yeah, you know, you were covering insurance quite a bit yesterday and and in previous weeks, Joe. So compound what you're talking about with you know, I, I was I was curious after ta- you know you talking more and more about insurance. I, I I dug around a little bit, and one of the guys I watched videos on, he did a he did a video on it. Maybe we'll play this in the half empty cup, Joe. Maybe we'll go this direction uh, next hour, but. The top ten insurance companies, and it's probably more than ten, but for sure the top ten insurance providers in the country colluded together to raise prices exponentially, and then they went and they all put pressure on the state commissioners to relax the regulations so that they can just charge whatever they want, and the state commissioners allowed it. So it's not just inflation and, and, and the cost of doing business for insurance companies. They said they want to make more money. They just said it. We want to make more money. And you've got the illegal aliens flooding the hospitals with no insurance. And then uh, the, 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 the people that are trying to pay for health insurance are, are getting doubled. They're going to be doubled and tripled in health care insurance, in, in life insurance, in uh, uh, homeowners insurance, in car insurance. Because, well... Yeah, you guys have troubles paying insurance rates, but we need to get paid more. And the top, ten, when the top companies in the country—I mean, all the big ones you can name—they're all they all linked arms and went after the state commissioners and pushed it. It's it's incredible uh, when this guy talks about—he you know, looked up all the documents. It's yeah, it's it's a it's it's a dark ominous cloud for people who like insurance, Joe, and and for people who just want to be able to go and get health care. Well,
1: and, and just think about like car insurance. You know what's going to happen. I mean, you don't have to be a rocket scientist right people are going to either increase their deductibles right to try to lower payment or you know some of them are like hey i just can't afford it i'm going to have to risk it right i'm going to have to drive Without insurance, right? And of course, what does that do? That that it just raises the cost uh, for everybody else when when they do get into accidents. And, and it's the same thing here uh, on the health side, right? Uh, and, and of course, we're we we our we base in Arizona and Colorado, right? So this was a Colorado story. Just write your write your city in it, right? It, it, this is not exclusive uh to Denver Health right this is this is, is happening all over the country because it truly is it's an invasion it's it's crazy to think about uh, you know in one year from December of 2022 to December of 2023 36,000 according to Denver which 20,000 of them ended up in the emergency room
2: yeah, that doesn't sound too good, Joe. <laughs> There's nothing I mean, good about that. that
1: those, those numbers don't work, right? What do you think the numbers are skewed? Because they're they're sicker in Denver than they are somewhere else. Come on, this, this is happening everywhere.
2: This is why I do everything I can not to see a doctor ever. I don't want to see a doctor. I don't want to see a hospital. And 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 let's let's be you know real. I mean. If you get into a car wreck and you're bleeding out, they're, they're going to put you in first. At least in American hospitals, from what I've seen, they're still you're still going to be first in line if you're, you're you're almost dying. So to me, Joe, your health care is in your hands. You have to take care of yourself as best you can because nobody else is really trying very hard to take care of you. Insurance companies with record profits and, and people coming into the country illegally are just pushing their, the weight of their political situation, which is they're allowed in. That's that's a tough situation, Joe. For for especially for the healthcare side.
1: Yeah, and it's emergency room. You can't turn them away, right? That's kind of the rule, right? Hey, you're at the emergency room. They're gonna they're obligated to see you. H Radio News Hour will be back right after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason wrapping up this Friday. Five dollar liberties one through 19, 575, 20 or more five seventy at eight 800- hundred nine five one zero five nine two uh and uh, i'll I'll just say this janet yellen you know she's uh and i said it way back when dangerous woman because she is a big believer in more power for banks and more power for government uh you know remember uh let's not forget Go big. Remember her go big comments? She's also uh, the master, her and Ben Bernanke, of the 2% inflation target. That never used to exist. They just made it up. Right? Oh, we're just going to make up a number. Of course, when that number is no good, they'll make up a different number. She's out there talking about, oh, it's fine. Yeah, no, don't worry. It's not, you know, uh, the GDP growth. It's not because of the, all the debt and the government spending way back. No, no. It, it, it signifies productivity improvement, Jason. See, if I just call it something else, it's not inflation. No, it, it's it's just the cost of improving productivity that that that's what it is it's not spending two and three trillion dollars more than we have it's not all the uh the bank bailouts and all of those things no 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 it's just productivity improvement see everything's fine it's okay that you can't afford a house it's okay that you can't afford a new car heck now you know what it's okay if you can't afford health insurance and it's okay if you can't afford, uh, afford your car insurance Jason because it's productivity improvements.
2: yeah and you know it's just and just to keep keep people on to understand uh, Wealthy business people and, and people that understand economics they don't have they don't collect a lot of money they collect things and and no matter how much that loaf of bread or that gallon of gas costs there's only so much you need to drive yourself around there's only so, so many so many bites of food you need every day so if your income whatever that may be is more than the inflated cost of goods and services for you and then of course then you add your family. Uh, inflation doesn't hurt you as bad, especially when the when the things that you own are raising in value and keeping up with the inflation. So those guys in Washington D.C. they are getting paid way too much uh, and getting a lot of money under the table. And anybody who doesn't think that someone in Washington D.C. is not getting money under the table, I think it's just a part of the. It's just a. Part, it's a part of the business model now. I go to Congress, I get paid when I do what the big money tells me to do. They put they put that money into you know businesses. They put it into commodities. They put it in the stock market with stocks that actually have companies that aren't going to go belly up in the next few years. And when the inflation hits, their value, their saved value goes up. And now the guy that lives paycheck to paycheck it can't save anything. Now, there's not much Joe and I can do for you. Uh, we have the metals program, which I, I highly suggest that you just, you start doing. What any uh, any anybody that has a financial advice company they say you got to pay yourself first well if you don't have a lot of extra but you do a, a lot of people they do that automatic bill pay oh well my electric bill it just comes right out of my check well then why not just have your metals program come right out of your check that way every quarter we call you up and you get things that are going to go up in value with this inflation because these rich people they got there for a reason they understand how it works they don't care if there's inflation they're going to buy their bananas and they're going to buy their gallon of milk and they're going to be able to buy their gas you know their heating bill and, and they're going to have plenty left over. But the average guy, Joe, they, you just slide farther and farther down. And I don't know about you, Joe, but I, I really don't want to end up in, in, in the same economic situation as people cross the border illegally paycheck to paycheck because that's what they, they they seem to love, these guys. They want them to cross the border. They want all tons of these guys to come and, and work paycheck to paycheck. And you know, what the funny thing is about a lot of these illegals, they're pretty smart. They, they send the money back home and they buy things in Mexico that are cheaper and they build their they build their future. A lot of these guys that cross the border, they send all this money back and they build their future in Mexico or in whatever Central American or South American country they came from. It's it seems to me Joe that people cross the border in a lot of ways, not all of them, but a lot of them just they just have a better business sense. I mean, do you remember that story Joe I've told? where a, a guy that i knew remember he he, uh, he was he's he a locksmith and he was going to somebody locked their keys in the car it was a hispanic woman and he went up to their apartment and there was these uh, hispanic ladies or they they got tor- stacks of tortillas and pounds of ground beef and they're making they're making burritos put in the cello it's, uh, the aluminum foil and putting in you know, the they're, they're selling burritos and it's like oh okay there's some capitalistic uh ladies there Well, like a week or two later, he he goes uh, grocery shopping at late nights, back when the grocery stores still open late. And uh, he ended up in line behind the lady that he he helped, you know, get her car unlocked. And what did she have? She had stacks of tortillas and, you know, low-quality grade ground beef, you know, cheap burrito toppings. Hands over her food, food stamp card, the EBT card, paid for the whole thing. I mean, you could say that's corrupt or bad or whatever. You could say whatever you want. The government gave her the money, and she's made money doing it. That's what you have to do. Unfortunately, do you like that? Do you think it's it's good or bad? That's what you have to do. You have to make your money count, Joe. Mm -hmm. Put it in a business. Put it in gold and silver. Put it somewhere. But don't have it floating around out there because that's what they want. They want you to amass money and love money and be a part of the cult that is the Federal Reserve money system. The Federal Reserve, their money has their name across the top of it not your money right joe dodd frank tells you as much
1: listen it's not your money it's absolutely true right and we you know we run that commercials you know all these years later listen the second you put that money in the bank it's not yours it's not right and and this is this is how it works And, and this is why we say Having all that money in the bank, that's a fool's game, especially when it comes crashing down. Because remember, they rewrote the rule book. You don't think uh, that the 07 crash is going to happen again, 08, the banking crisis. They didn't fix it. They just printed a bunch more money because they know, hey, well, we're just kicking it down the road. But the next time... Yeah, the law is going to be different, right? It's not going to be a government bailout. No, no, no. It's going to be all the people that got money in the bank. You're going to bail it out. picture Radio News Hour. Final segment coming up. 800 951 Final segment of the week here. $5 Liberties, 1866 to 1907. 1 through 19, 575, 20 or more five seventy at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Now don't don't forget, right? The Bank of International Settlements, right? The the Central Bank's bank said, yes, we're we're working on don't worry. Yes, we're we're gonna focus in on privacy For all of these central bank digital currencies, right? And again, like it's not happening. Okay, you're right. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Not to be outdone. Yesterday, the Bank of England comes out and says a digital pound, uh, the the primary legislation that will be introduced. We're going to guarantee privacy and control. See? Don't you love that? Look at the, 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 Oh, we're going to give you privacy, but wait, we're going to guarantee control. Right? So they're going to be in control of our privacy or lack thereof, Jason. And so another one of those reasons why a lot of people are putting some gold and silver away to just say, you know what? There's some things I don't want you to know about and I don't want to be controlled. And, and uh, it, it, it's, it's one of those things where all of these central banks are all saying the same thing oh don't worry oh yeah no we're, we're gonna we're gonna work on this privacy but don't worry we're still gonna have control
2: I saw another video uh, was it Christine lagarde the, uh, the head of the, the European central Bank
1: U- European the, central bank yep
2: ah uh, we're just gonna we just we just need you know they, they, we can't have them having Private ways, you say, that they, 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 the, the terrorist attacks of, of ten years ago—they they use these shopper cards, and we could not monitor this, and we can't have this. There will there will be no privacy. And then you announced last week. I think uh, the Fed announced that there's a fourth. Uh, uh, a fourth meaning of what uh, of what money is, saying that it's it's about right. social control, uh, and, and then yep. Justin Trudeau. I, I just there's other viewers watching. Several central bank heads across the world in, in Europe talking about, well, wow, we yeah we need this kind of control. They're just saying it out loud. now. we, we need this for control over people and and their spending and and, and what they're doing. And they're just—it's—it's it's, it's mindless. It's like it's—it's it's something that uh, you know uh, Fidel Castro would say, or, or Stalin, or somebody. Right? This is this is what Mao would say. Is, well, I need to control the people. What would Mao do with a con- uh, central bank digital right. currency?
1: <laughs> I, I just I love mean, that's, it that's, though because you're right. They're, they're just being flat out. Oh, we're going to say privacy, but but control's going to be in there. Uh, don't worry, right? We're going to – and, of course, what do they really say? Hey, we're going to control your privacy. We're going to determine uh, what privacy you have uh, or what privacy you don't have, and we need to be able to monitor everything that you're
2: doing. It's going to be how much privacy can you buy Isn't that how it is? Because I'll bet those people in Washington D.C. have a little level of privacy, don't they? When they have their weird, their weird get-togethers and parties, right? You know, Zuckerberg's going to be
1: fine in his bunker. Uh, Remember, they tell you know what? Oh, how bad cows are. Yet Zuckerberg's got his own little cattle herd, right? You you guys won't be able to have any, any. uh, But I'll take care of myself. That's 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 what we're talking about.
2: That's exactly right. It's it's head our way, Joe. It's, he, it's heading our way. Gold and silver is pretty pretty private, you know. Pretty private. Put it in your pocket. Nobody else is even in there. You can you can you can put an ounce of gold in your wallet. Nobody even knows you have it, Joe. Never would know.
1: Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine
0: two.